0: Baxter in
1: the morning. Alright, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Alright, here we are. Today is Wednesday, September the 29th of 2021. Today, National Coffee Day.
2: Yay, that's every day.
1: Almost left the house without it this morning. <gasps> I got all the way to the truck, got inside the truck, and I realized there was nothing in my cup holder.
2: Oh, that's bad.
1: That was bad. It was right there by the coffee maker. Of which, my wife picked up a new coffee maker.
2: Oh, that's so sweet.
1: Yeah, I think it was from her mom's or something. Mm-hmm. So it's not new. And I have an issue with this one because I can't pour the coffee out of the, the pitcher without it going everywhere.
2: Oh, you need to work on your skill.
1: I've tried different tempos, different, uh, different, tempos. different places to put it, different levels of tilt. Uh-huh. And every time I do it, it goes everywhere, every single time. Huh. It's almost like it's a gimmick. It's almost like it's a joke, a prank. Like they're just trying to see if I'll make a mess all over the white countertops.
2: Maybe they're about to post the video now.
1: So National Coffee Day today, you can celebrate with your favorite coffee. Does your coffee have anything in it today, or is it uh, black? Um,
2: it's more of a white color.
1: Let me see it. This, <laughs> this isn't Up a here. this isn't a mocha, right?
2: Uh, no. It's it's just. Oh called, my gosh!
1: It looks like milk.
2: Well, it's not. Why does it look like milk? No, it's not. It's fat free. French vanilla.
1: All right. So my grandmother, when we would go to this little uh, coffee shop by her work, Maple Office Supply, Dallas, Texas, back in the 80s, we would, <laughs> we would always, they're not even open anymore. We'd always go to this little spot where we would have breakfast and I would get my little cup of coffee, right? She'd have her cup of coffee. She'd typically have two or three mm-hmm. and I'd have my one cup with two creams, one sugar. Aw. I still remember it. And I loved going to work with Nana because I got to have coffee in the morning and Kai still loves it. Dad, can I have some coffee? Yeah. I don't really know that you need some coffee this morning. <laughs> Uh, Today is Women's Health and Fitness Day. I think you've been doing your workouts a little more often. I
2: have been trying to. How's that feel? Better.
1: Yeah, it does, right? It
2: really does. When you you finally start doing it, you're like, why did I just wait so long?
1: Even when you hate it, like right before you do it. Like I have other things I want to do, like sit on the couch and eat chips. Right. (laughs) You do feel better Mm -hmm. after. Plus it's World Heart Day today all about trying to keep your heart healthy and of course so. We'll think about that today as well. You also don't want to have a broken heart because that's bad. You know what I'm saying?
0: So don't go my heart. I will heart.
1: So that's a good heart song, right? Definitely. What about what about a shout out to our good friend Bonnie Tyler this morning? Good buddy of mine.
3: Really?
2: Yeah.
1: kind of stretching the whole heart thing a little bit that's okay right i cross my heart i won't do that anymore
0: i cross my heart and promise to give all i've got to give to make all your dreams come true
1: Understand we have Miley's dad here with us this morning.
0: <laughs> don't tell my heart, my achy, breaking heart, I just don't think he'd understand. And if you tell my heart, my achy, breaky heart, he might blow up and kill his man. Ooh. All
1: right, get up, y'all. Let's do Wednesday morning. Later on today, we do the K-Fine Breakfast Club powered by Families Inc. Counseling Services. Dr. Shane Spites, 705, COVID updates for Arkansas. Looks like some good news. We'll talk to Shane Spites, 705, this morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I found some deals, National Coffee Day deals, if you want to take advantage of some of these, and there's these places kind of around here. So, for example, McDonald's is doing uh, 99-cent coffee, if you have the app. Mm. Order through the app, 99 cents. Uh, Sonic Drive-In, have you heard of this? The Mocha Crunch Blast. No, this is kind of not exactly just a cup of coffee, but for a limited time, you can get the new Mocha Crunch Blast 50% off. If you have the app, the Sonic Drive-In app, let me tell you what this is. okay? this is a blast of Mocha Fudge blended with chocolate espresso chunks and ice cream. Mm. That sounds really good. (laughs) If you stop by Love's Truck Stop this morning, get any size coffee or hot beverage for one dollar when you have the Love's Connect app. Uh, Panera's giving parents and caregivers unlimited free coffee today, which if anybody needs it, it's parents and caregivers. (laughs) Uh, Krispy Kreme, if you have a store near you, has uh, free coffee and a free donut today if you're a rewards member. And Starbucks, free coffee to anyone who shows up with a clean, reusable cup, but it has to be 20 ounces or less. Right there. Mm -hmm. The information you need this morning on the coffee that you might need to get started, uh, get your day started with today. Let's throw
3: one back on This Day in Country Music with
1: Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2012 and Hunter Hayes had the number one song in country music on this day.
0: I wanna you up, wanna kiss your lips. I want.
1: today Hunter Hayes had the number 1 song in country music Today, number
0: one,
1: Hunter Hayes wanted number one on this day in 2012.
3: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: Hi, good morning. Welcome to Wednesday morning. It's September the 29th of 2021. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you
2: Good morning. And Baxter oh, in wow. the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Sorry, that was the first one. Gotcha gossip on Jennifer Aniston. So, Jennifer Aniston's been enjoying the single life for a minute, really, since 2018 when oh, she wow. split up with. Uh, her husband, Justin Thoreau, but recently she was talking about being ready to date again. So she said that one of the reasons she hasn't really wanted to find someone new is because of the ongoing pandemic. It makes it a little bit harder. She says, quote, there hasn't been time to date. Again, this is Jennifer Aniston. And it's COVID. All those people seem to think or people seem to have met and found love during COVID. I don't know how it works. I'm curious to walk up to those people and go. So. What happened? Mm -hmm. But she said no one of importance has hit her radar yet, but she thinks it's time. She said she's ready to share herself with another. She didn't want to for a long time, but she really liked being single. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she said when it talked to he asked her about dating apps, and she said no Tinder, no Raya. Uh, I am an old school girl. Basically, I want to see the chemistry I see when I'm with someone, like yeah. not from a from a dating app. So Jennifer Aniston knows what she wants. She's ready to date again, but don't expect her to to see her on Tinder
1: or Raya. All right. I was looking actually the other day. I was looking Where's to see if Raya? she was on there. I think it's Raya. Is that the celebrity one? Yes. That's oh, you're one. on Raya. Is that yeah. What you well, said? No, 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 no. Oh. I, was, I have a no. I was looking at somebody else's account. Oh, so I okay. Yeah. Uh, I got you gossip today on the Bachelor. If you remember, there was all the drama with Chris Harrison from the Bachelor. Uh, he was the host forever, and all of a sudden, boom, he was uh, showed the door. They told him to go away and never come back. So that leaves a big void as far as who's going to be the host of the Bachelor. And uh, they've announced it. ABC's announced that Jesse Palmer, who was a one-time Bachelor himself who's actually become a television host. Uh, He's going to return to the bachelor and he'll be the host of the upcoming season, which kicks off in January of next year. So they're, they're saying they're set to start uh, the filming of this right here in any day now at this point, but we don't know who the actual bachelor contestant is going to be because more than likely that's going to be a person who appears on the bachelorette and then is made the bachelor. But we do know when the bachelor comes back, Jesse Palmer will be there as the new host.
2: Gotcha Gossip on Dancing with the Stars. It was announced next Monday on Dancing with the Stars. It is Britney Spears night. So pro dancer Gleb Savchenk, uh, I never can say his last name, Gleb, says, quote, we're doing a whole night dedicated to Britney. It's a lot of support, a lot of love. We support Hashtag Free Now, oh, wow. we do know Gleb and his partner, Mel C, are going to be dancing to Toxic. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: So Gleb is the one who uh, has a child with Nikki
2: Bella, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Now we also know that Melora Hardin who plays Jan on The Office, uh, she and her partner have chosen You Drive Me Crazy by Britney Spears. Every time you look at me My heart
0: is jumping.
2: I used to know that whole dance. You did? Darren's dance grooves. It taught it to you. What is that? (laughs) It's something that you could buy on VHS a long time ago, and then you could learn all of Britney Spears' dance moves. That's what you call a true
1: fan. We're going to go back, and we're going to see how much of that Kelly remembers (laughs) as we go throughout the show this morning.
2: And also, this is going to be a good one, Olympian Suni Lee, her partner, they're doing Slay For You. Uh
1: Might be a reason to watch Dancing with the Stars if they're doing the Britney stuff. Next week. All right. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip.
3: Brandon Baxter in
2: the morning.
1: So we told you that some people have already started Christmas shopping. And oddly enough, Christmas isn't that far away. Is that scary a little Mm, bit? Yeah, a little bit. So here's what people are finding out. As we move toward Christmas of 2021, a lot of people are looking for what they're calling experiences, not necessarily physical gifts. So in the past, you would buy a physical gift. Oh, here's something that you like or something that you want or something like that. But they're saying experiences uh, include things like uh, deals that are related to vacations. Mm -hmm. Maybe you give somebody uh, money for flights or money for hotel rooms or stuff like that. Uh, One of the deals they're talking about, they're also mentioning uh, sporting events, tickets, concert tickets, things where, yes, it's cool, but you're also creating more than a gift that you unwrap. And hey, there it is. You're creating those memories that will last forever. Hey, I remember the time I saw Garth Brooks in the state. Yeah, I've I remember that. going yeah. to see the Cowboys
2: mm-hmm. with with my kids. I did one with my son, Kurt. We I took him to a Memphis Grizzly game. Yeah. Um, and so he had never been to one of those. And I mean, our our uh, our tickets are really high in the nosebleed section. But still, he got to go. Hey, you were there. Yeah. And um, with my uh, daughter, I took her to see Wicked one time at the Orpheum. Yeah. And so those are. Awesome
1: experiences,
2: and just you're like, hey, this is this is one of your this is your big present, and she loved it.
1: Yeah, one of the things we remember probably most, and will for the rest of our lives, about Kai's childhood and his birthdays is for one of his birthdays we went to Nashville and we saw the Wiggles at the Ryman when he was uh, at the height of loving the Wiggles, Mm -hmm. and that experience that weekend in Nashville and going to see the Wiggles, and when they walked out on stage and he saw these television (laughs) characters right there in person, it was pretty incredible,
2: and he'll probably remember that till he's fifty. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: And I'll remember it until I'm gone. So, anyway, experience is the number one thing that people are looking for as far as um, Christmas gifts. Other things on the list, there are other things, but experiences is number one. Electronics, number two. Clothes, number three. And jewelry's in there as well, plus home decor, cosmetics, mm-hmm. fitness equipment. But the number one thing you can give somebody this holiday season is an experience.
3: Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: All right, welcome to the show. Um, You're looking or hearing, I guess you're not looking, Kelly's looking, but you guys are hearing, uh, what could be the beginning of a brand new era, an era where I can actually read without having to wear these readers that are embarrassing looking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because Kelly, after how many years have you been on me about, hey, you're not reading right.
2: It was, uh, I think the second week I started in here.
1: Oh, that's not true. So about seven years now. That is not true. <laughs> it hasn't been bad that long. But,
2: and you've been married for how long?
1: Um since, what, 2008? And I'm
2: pretty sure your wife, Leslie, told me last week that she has been asking you, and so is your son, since he understood that you couldn't read for a long time.
1: I finally knew I was hosting Arkansas State football. I'm down there on the field. It's kind of dark outside, but the field lights are on, so there's huge lights all throughout the stadium. And I had my, what they, I don't know if I call it a cue card or a script or whatever, but they give me bullet points, and I get up and I'm supposed to ad-lib them. Some deals are actual commercials, not on camera, and I need to read those as close to the script. And I was realizing as I was prepping to start reading one, I couldn't read it. <laughs> I kind of knew the gist of it, so I kind of ad-libbed it a little bit and made some of it up. Um, and I, I went and I told myself, and I came back and I told you and I told my wife, I have to go before the next game. I have yeah. to go get my glasses. But I'm one of those people who has what they call the white coat syndrome, where you're I'm nervous about doctors yes. and appointments. and I, What I'm afraid of as a man, and I think a lot of guys can relate to this, if I don't know, I don't know. So for instance, the first time I went in to do testosterone, I was scared to death about the needles, number one. I was scared they were going to tell me something was wrong with my blood. That's <laughs> yes. just how my brain goes, right? right? I go to, uh, unfortunately, sometimes it's glass half empty. So I was nervous about going to the eye doctor for fear that, oh my gosh, what if they tell me I have this issue or that issue? Or, oh my gosh, all the years of tanning without goggles has damaged your cornea or your Ooh, retina. Oh, I had all those different fears, but I knew I had to go. So I made the appointment and uh, wanted to give a shout-out to Elite Eye Care on Windover in Jonesboro. Uh, they got my first experience. <laughs> And,
2: uh, <laughs> we actually have them on the phone. right oh, now. Oh
1: no, I don't <laughs> think you want to do that. And if you ask my wife about it, she'll tell you, um, a lot of times when we go places, especially cause Leslie and Kai had their eyes examined too, for, I think the first time Kai for sure. The first time, um, a lot of times it's kind of like a little bit of a show. You know, when we walk in because <laughs> uh-huh. they greet us and they're excited we're there and we're excited to be there and I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when I'm nervous, my, my deal is I just start talking and I yeah. try to to make jokes <laughs> and stuff mm-hmm. and I start clearing my throat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was there with Dr. Cade Wilson um, and, and he, he sits me down and uh, we do the deal and they're taking pictures of my eyes and they're puffing air into my eyes. And again, this is all brand new you, stuff. Yeah. And um, I might have said a couple of words I didn't mean huh? to say. Well, I might have said a word in whenever. In
2: front of the doctor? In
1: front of everybody. Oh, wow. When When the air puffed me in the eye and it kind of startled me, I might have said a word <laughs> real loud. And I knew it was coming because I saw them do that to Leslie, but you still can't prep for it. Um, and then Dr. Patrick Fowler got Leslie, and, and her exam was great. She comes back in. She's all happy. She's happy because her exam was great. She's also disappointed because her eyes are good, and she doesn't need glasses.
2: She was giving me play-by-plays of what was going on. Oh, great. And I got a message that said, Kai and I have 20-20 vision. Brandon, not so much. Yeah, like I have 3-3. Three, three. <laughs>
1: so i go through and they tell me this thankfully eyes are good other than you know with age your your muscles get less strong you can't focus quite as well so he went through all these different deals and kelly the the ultimate end result is the fact that i need um bifocals But they have cooler bifocals now. It's not like what Nana used to Uh have where you could see the bifocal. Correct. Uh, What's it called? A progressive lens, I think, is what I'm getting.
2: You can even get those in contacts now, too. You can have bifocals Uh, in contacts.
1: And I know this. I don't want to talk about the contacts. What's wrong? I'm having an issue with them. Number one, uh, I was told that I was having trouble getting them in and out of my eyes. So there's a grown man, a doctor, who's putting contacts in my eyes for the first time. He says, take them out. I'm like, what do I do? Shake my head? What, how do they come out? He's like, no, you got to reach back in and take them out. Oh, my goodness. So I, then they take me to a little area where I'm supposed to learn the contacts. And they, they tell me, okay, here's what you do. You have one hand over your head. You're pulling mm-hmm. down the, the, the deal. Yep. And you're putting your finger in your eye with this contact over the top of it. And I kept trying it, and every time I would get close, I would close my eyes. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you can't close your eyes to get the contact in. And they said, well, part of the issue is you have smaller eyes. (laughs) Which I was like, wait a minute. What does that mean? Which it just means it's going to be tougher. You know how I took that. It's just going to be tougher for me to get the contacts in. So um, I might have said... More words? Oh, gosh. I didn't didn't. mean to, but I was getting frustrated. You're going to have to write a a letter asking forgiveness. I had a little bit of an audience watching me try this for the first time. It's almost like if somebody said, hey, we're going to make you take a a drug test. You got to pee in the cup and everybody's (laughs) watching you pee. you know you don't I, I, did you ever want to say I need everyone to leave the room and let me be by myself well they were being so nice to me but then I got frustrated at myself because they're like making it look so easy and they can get it in my eye and out of my eye but I can't figure it out they're like no you have to keep your eyes open no don't squint this eye so they're trying to walk me through this and finally I said the words <sighs> wait can you say this on the air I think so okay maybe I should spell it okay it started with S-C-R-E-W. Brandon! It. I said, and Leslie said that when I said it, they kind of backed up. i like, oh, <laughs> hang on. Is he, He's losing it. Is he about to snap? <laughs> so what's going to happen? Well, I got him out, and now I've taken him home, and I tried all day yesterday, and I can't get him in. I can't get him in now. And it had mirrors, lighted mirrors with big, you can make it bigger and you can see on the inside of it. Are
2: they going to have to send an assistant over like every morning when you put these in? I think they're going to have to. Teach Kai how to do it.
1: Because I want to be able to wear the contacts when I'm on camera or doing something like that, right? Yeah. Because I've had no contacts my whole life. Right. But my glasses, I'm kind of proud of the way my glasses look. Can you imagine me trying to pick out glasses? Kelly, I bet I tried on 40 pair. Not 40. Every single pair there, did Every men's pair. Mm A couple girls' pair by accident. And I was going around, so I knew that the lady who was helping me, London, I was like, man, she's really taking one for the team today. She needs a raise, right? Yeah, London, I am so sorry. And then I started asking other people in there, because I was like, (laughs) okay, Leslie's giving me an opinion. London's (laughs) giving me an opinion. Let me ask these people who are waiting to go see the docs what they think.
2: Well, like your appointment was at 12, and I think
1: you got done at like 7? no. (laughs) 3.30. <laughs>
2: <3:30. laughs> oh my
1: goodness. So I'm going to work on the contacts. If anybody has any advice on how to do the contact thing, because I'm really struggling with it, but I have to figure it out. So I was watching these videos last night of people on YouTube on how to insert contacts. But the thing is, when people start opening their eyes really wide, mm-hmm. I kind of get grossed out by it.
2: And do you remember making fun of my son, Kurt, because he wanted contacts and could not get them
1: in and you made fun of him? Would never do that. Uh-huh. I would never do uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay maybe I did that but shout out to the people at Elite Eye Care I do apologize for you having to deal with me but it was a great experience I love the team there.
4: I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it.
2: It's crazy. That sounds kind
4: of crazy.
2: You must be crazy. And people are crazy. Well, they say never bring a knife to a gunfight, but it applies to other weapons, too. A 29-year-old named Andrew carjacked a woman early yesterday morning in downtown Atlanta while armed with a bow and arrow. Oh. Well, first he tried to steal a security guard's car, but failed. So he moved on to an easier target and literally used it as a target. A woman was sitting in her car when Andrew fired an arrow into her windshield oh my god he also threw a fire extinguisher at her car and she eventually let him take it but he didn't make it very far and crashed into an overpass less than an hour later when police showed up they expected to find a crash victim who needed help but he wouldn't get out and threatened threatened them with the compound the compound bow he still had with them so there was a short standoff that lasted for about 20 minutes it eventually ended when Andrew aimed the bow and arrow at one of the police officers. They gave him multiple warnings to drop it, but he didn't, so one of them fired a single shot that hit him, but didn't kill him. They treated wow. him at the scene and got him to the hospital where he was listed in stable condition. It turned out he may have also tried to carjack a third person
1: that morning. Oh
2: my but speaking of using a bow and arrow, what did the archer get when he hit a bullseye?
1: Ooh, I have no idea. What did he get? A very angry bull. <laughs> Even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning and Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people?
2: Let's
1: do it. Let's do the birthdays.
0: Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy
1: birthday, happy birthday to you.
0: Well, well, well.
1: Time for birthday sport today, Wednesday, September 29th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to a friend of the show, Shayla Sprinkle. Who celebrates her birthday today. Happy birthday, Shayla. She's from Jonesboro. Her husband, probably one of, if not the biggest supporter of the show.
2: And he told us that uh, she's 29 again. So happy 29th birthday. It's awesome. Happy birthday, Shayla. Uh,
1: Happy birthday also today to Heather Fullerton of Paragould. Todd Smith of Bryant, Arkansas, celebrating. Tammy Mixon has a birthday. Tim Patton from Wynn. Sarah Clark is celebrating. Cody Gibson of Truman. Chris Jacobs from Wynn. Marty Valance of Paragould Celebrates. We have Katie Dillon of Jonesboro, a teacher at Brooklyn Public Schools who celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy happy birthday! birthday To all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities.
2: Happy birthday today to Halsey...
1: Who's 27? All right, let's celebrate some Halsey. you.
2: But you can't
0: me for trying. You know i might know
1: Halsey from her song with The Chainsmokers.
0: So baby, pull me in the backseat
1: of your Or maybe her duet with Kelsey Ballerini. Is
0: it, me? Is it you? Tell me who?
1: 27 today. Happy birthday to
2: Kevin Durant, who is 33 for the Brooklyn Nets. Let's see, Chrissy Metz. <laughs> he plays for the
1: Brooklyn Nets. Chrissy Metz plays for the no, Brooklyn Nets. No, Chrissy
2: Metz is 41. She plays Kate Pearson on This Is Us. Uh, now, you might have to help me with this name. Brandon, I know you know all of the Baywatch names. Erica, Oh, Aleniak. Oh, yeah, I knew you would know. She's 52. <laughs> she also played Ellie Mae Clampett in the movie version of The Beverly Hillbillies. I remember that, too. Happy birthday to Andrew Dice
1: Clay, hey.
2: who is 64. Wait, who was that?
1: Coach Blotter. Oh. <laughs> he celebrates Andrew Dice Clay okay.
2: today. And happy birthday today to Jerry Lee Lewis, the killer. Yeah. You might know him from this song.
3: Oh, I'm shaking on.
2: Shake it, baby baby shake it, shake, it. I
3: said shake, it, baby shake,
1: Jerry Lee Lewis, it, he's 86 years old today.
0: A goodness gracious. Great balls, balls of fire. I the love for lot of this fire. You came along and I've changed my mind. This group is fine.
1: A goodness gracious great balls of fire. Balls of fire. Baby. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> good. He's from Memphis or South Haven. Like, he literally is a good friend of mine. Okay, he's been to wrestling shows I've been on. Anyway, happy birthday to my good friend, Jerry Lee (laughs) Lewis, who turns 86 today. Brandon
3: Baxter in the morning.
1: All right, so a couple of things I want to mention. Uh, Don't forget, attention members and guests, tonight is live with the Red Wolves. Coach Butch Jones, Lost Pizza Company. On Southwest Drive. You guys can be there at 7 o'clock. He's going to be there. There's going to mm-hmm. be a player there. Matt Stoltz, our guy, going to be there. Door prizes, all that stuff. That happens tonight. Mm-hmm. And then there's tomorrow night, A-State Men's Basketball Boots and Ballers, which is being held at First National Bank Arena, which is being hosted by myself <laughs> and our good friend, Coach Mike Bellotto.
2: Yeah, and his wife, Alicia, is very excited about it because she says she likes to say that it's kind of like a comedy show.
1: Yeah, so unscripted comedy, unscripted comedy done by myself Uh and Coach Pilato. The comedy typically is from the fact that I can't read anything that she gives me on cue cards (laughs) Um, and we just ad lib the rest of it. And then she gets mad and she chases me and Mike around, which literally is what happens. It's fun. Yeah, because we lose track. We we don't follow a script and we just start talking and goofing. And then she's like, you have to do this. Yes. I didn't mean to do it in that tone. She would never speak to me. No, of course not. Uh, but anyway, my my question is, I'm trying to figure out because Bolado, like he's he's a sharp dresser. Yes, he's a, he wants to be all cool. Really, all of our coaches oh, are sharp dressers. I
2: was about to say all of the A State coaches. It's like they have upped their game. I mean, yeah. nobody can kind of stand up with them.
1: I have to talk to Tom Bowen about giving me some money for wardrobe.
2: But you know what? Maybe maybe that you should.
1: Can somebody get Tom Bowen on the phone? You know, are they? Getting, is he going to have a suit on? Who? Tom Bowen? No, Coach Bolado. Oh, he'll dress up. Yeah, he'll are, do the whole thing. A fitted you? suit? What are you going to wear? Heck if I know. I think it's sleeveless and jeans. <laughs> you should, oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, I don't know because like every year and I, I don't really think about it until I get there. But I've gone back and looked at pictures like he gets dolled up. She gets dolled up and I show up in like jeans and, you know, polo or something.
2: Although it is their night and we are celebrating them. So, you know, they should dress up.
1: Right. Should I dress up? I I think if I rolled in and I had a suit on, people be like, what is happening?
2: Yeah. And they'd be like, is he trying to to outdo the coaches? I think you should just be yourself.
1: And I don't have tailored stuff like all my suits. If they fit me in the chest and the shoulders, they come a little too far down on my hands.
2: I think all of them are, they have tailored suits. Yeah, yeah,
1: theirs fit them right. I need, that's what I need. My next deal Uh, is going to be, I need a tailored suit and I'll wear it once a week into work.
2: I won't be able to do a show.
1: Right. Nobody will. Uh-uh. If I walked in tonight at Boots and Ball or tomorrow night at Boots and Ballers with a suit on, people would laugh.
2: If your wife and I are sitting together, we will be asked to leave the room. I think general public would laugh.
1: <laughs> Maybe. So anyway, hey, there's still uh, the chance if you guys want to be there. It's dinner. Um, it's uh, dancing. There's some drinks and it is fun. We we be we act silly. There's going to be uh, different stuff for TikTok on there. There's going to be all kinds of different uh, auction items and great stuff. You have the chance to win when you're there as well. Boots and ballers. If you want to find out more, if you want to get those last minute tickets for you as a couple, you as an individual, or maybe even your business with the table, reach out to the A State Red Wolves Foundation to get those boots and ballers tickets. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome to Wednesday morning, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for ya.
2: Good morning, Arkansas!
3: This is country music news on Brandon
1: Baxter in the morning. We have country music news today on the Zach Brown Band.
0: We're all in the same boat, fishing in the same hole, one way at the same time,
1: so the Zach Brown Band has had to cancel four upcoming concert dates. They have a tour out right now called The Comeback Tour. And they're canceling dates because Zach Brown, the lead singer, the main guy, has tested positive for COVID-19. And they say that he's uh, doing the whole mandated quarantine and he's uh, not going to be back on tour. They're not going to resume the tour until it's safe for him and everybody else to be around him. So he's extremely disappointed. They're obviously excited to get back out on the road. And now all of a sudden, COVID comes creeping in for the Zach Brown Band.
2: We have country music news on Chase Rice. Sitting here, drinking beer, talking guys. So the past couple of months, Chase has been seen with Kristen Cavallari. So more than likely, they are dating and in some type of relationship. Well, Chase has been known to be guarded about his personal life. So we're probably never going to hear about him talk about this new relationship. And uh, recently, he was asked about his romantic life. And this is what Chase Rice said, quote, I don't know why people care about what I do with my life. I only The only thing I like being in a headline for is when people talk about music. My personal life needs to be my personal life because that's the part of my life that's sane. That's the part of my life that's safe and normal. And if you lose that, I don't know what would happen to me, but
1: I wouldn't like it. So
2: uh, Chase Rice, Kristen Cavallari, they may be dating, but don't expect them to talk about it.
1: All right, country music news today on Trace Adkins.
0: This ain't no thinking thing, right brain, left brain, it goes a little
1: deeper than that. So Trace Adkins is about to do an anniversary album, the 25th anniversary album that's, that's going to be called the way I want to go so it's Trace Adkins new stuff which does include a brand new song the song is uh, called where's Where's my country girls at it features Luke Bryan and Pitbull mm. and they shot the video to the song at Luke's 32 uh, bridge bar in Nashville on Broadway so if you haven't heard it again it's called where my country girls at it's Trace Adkins Pitbull and Luke Bryan and it sounds like this where the
0: country girls at where they
5: gonna be the ones that like to dance, ones that like to drink Every homegrown ten, down home pretty home on back, hit me with your 20 When swingin' swinging them jeans to a hillbilly track Put me smack dab in the middle of that Drop a pin on the map, get me there fast Where the
0: country girl's at Where they at? Let's
3: go!
1: So, the video's fun too, very much one of those country honky tonk videos. It's called Where the Country Girls At. It's trace Adkins featuring Luke Bryan and Pitbull and it's out now. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey,
1: welcome back everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show.
3: Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry.
1: All right, we're joined this morning by the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State University, Dr. Shane Spites. Shane, we've talked to you through this whole pandemic, right? And um, I don't know. I feel a little more optimistic as we talk to you this morning.
5: No, these are uh, these are good numbers we've seen over the last couple of weeks in terms of our trend downwards. Um, again, not only nationally, but here in the state of Arkansas and even in northeast Arkansas, we're seeing that downward trend. I think uh, the state only reported about 800 cases yesterday. Now, unfortunately, we're still seeing our deaths um, average between 20. 20- to 30 cases a day or 30 deaths a day and that's that's obviously sad and unfortunate we see those numbers typically lag if the cases go down and so we'll see those numbers come down as well but we're moving in the right direction and that's exciting for everybody I think
1: so as we look at those numbers um, if less people are, are having the active cases uh, but we're seeing the deaths kind of at that number what does that indicate the fact I mean if we're seeing less actives but people dying at that rate I mean is that they're getting it worse they've had it longer what does that typically look like
5: You're right. It's kind of a combination. And then typically throughout the pandemic, what you'll see is the cases go up first and then hospitalizations, because it's kind of a, oh, I get sick, you know, I don't feel good. And then I get sicker over the period of a week or so. And then do I get to the point where I have to be hospitalized? If I'm in the hospital, how long am I in the hospital before something bad happens to me? So that usually lags several weeks or even a month later. So people shouldn't be surprised if even the numbers drop even further over the next several weeks. But we're still hearing about a fair number of deaths. It's just because of the the virus. And younger individuals, you know, um, they're going to fight the virus harder. And so you're going to see them in the hospital longer. And that's what we're seeing across the state. I hear that from hospital administrators throughout the region and throughout the state, that the younger individuals are being hospitalized longer. With the virus, and so that's not a surprise either. in the In the U.S. itself, in terms of when we look at at cases by age, the highest age group right now that we're seeing is 16 to 17 year olds, followed by the 12 to 15 year olds. Yeah, the the younger generation is having more active cases and more new cases. Um, Now, that's actually just the opposite in Arkansas. In Arkansas, still our highest number of cases occur in those 65 and older, but then the next highest category is 25 to 44, Um, and so. We do see younger individuals getting it, but it's kind of a flip because remember the U.S. cases take all of the states in account, and Mm -hmm. then uh, certainly they're seeing more of it uh, now, more of the Delta variant in the in the Northwest and then up even into the little bit into the Northeast.
1: Let's talk through the young people being hospitalized again, because again, you know, I typically if I think somebody's going to the hospital, I'm thinking it's somebody a little bit older. We're seeing it kind of change with this Delta variant um what is it do you think that's landing more kids in the hospital now because you know you, you hear of some kids who are like oh my child had this and barely had a runny nose and they did okay what's the difference between a runny nose and a child having to be hospitalized that they're seeing through the data
5: you know that's a great question and i'll be honest with you we really don't know for sure because what you can say is you know a lot of people would say early on oh well you know it's obviously sad that when a kid gets hospitalized you know there must be something else going on. Like right. Maybe they've got asthma. Maybe they've got some other disorder. And in some cases, that's true. And to be honest with you, about half the cases that's true. But half of the pediatrics that get to hospitalized have no medical conditions at all. Wow! And so you're scratching your head over that. It's like, okay, why did this kid get hospitalized? And like you said, this other kid have just a runny nose. And seemingly, when you look at them, they're both healthy. They both, you know, they both play on soccer teams. They both, you know, don't have any issues. That and so we're not quite sure yet. We, and we started looking at this data early because we start, we noticed it in the first wave of COVID. We saw some individuals get it that really surprised us, like a 25- and a 30-year-old, uh, you know, over another country. But they got it and they died. Right. And you're scratching your head saying, okay, they're, and they were normally healthy with no medical problems. So why did they die from it? there's probably some genetic things that are going on there that, that are just not outwardly obvious. <clears throat> We've all got lots of things going on in our genes, you know, within our chromosomes and things like that, that maybe we're not aware of that increase your risk of high blood pressure, increase your risk of cholesterol, those kinds of things. We think there's probably something there that we just hadn't figured out yet.
1: Man, that's wild. I read a story and I think it was this morning I read it and I'm not even sure uh, where it was from. And I would assume you've probably seen this as well, but a 20 year old who didn't get vaccinated ended up with COVID, and then had a staph infection and died. And when I read that, I'm like, how How does that relate to each other to think, okay, COVID, staph infection, to me, totally different deals.
5: Well, yeah, so let's talk about that. That's great because um, what I want people to realize is this happens with influenza. This happens with other, this is not unique to COVID. This actually happens with other infections. Um, as a matter of fact, let's just take influenza, for example. Okay. One of the things we're taught as doctors um, and that we teach, you know, emergency room physicians and lung doctors and, and all those. <clears throat> if you have somebody that has influenza and, and they influenza and they get into their lungs, you know, that's a virus, the flu is a virus, and they get sick and then they get over it. If they get sick again within two weeks after getting over the flu, you have to be aggressive with them because it's probably a staph or a strep pneumonia. Oh. And the reason why is because the viruses attack your lungs. They attack the lung lining. They attack your defense mechanism. They break those defense mechanisms down. And now, normally, things that would not make you sick are going to make you sick. So that's where it, it basically opens up the body for these bacterial infections that can then be opportunistic or can then take the opportunity to then attack your body and create an overwhelming infection that you otherwise wouldn't get. So that is not, it's not unique to COVID. Those happen in other instances like influenza.
1: So we're seeing all these different, um, you know, sporting events. We're seeing concerts. A lot of stuff seems to be pretty wide open. There are some states that require people to mask up a little heavier than other states. But as we're seeing that and we're seeing these gatherings of, you know, 50, 60, 70, 100,000 people at AT AT&T Stadium in Dallas for the Cowboys game. We see that, but we still see national numbers going down. Explain to me why that might happen when there's bigger gatherings than we've had in a year, but we're still seeing numbers go down.
5: Well, I, first, first of all, and remember, we're in a completely different place right now than we were this time last year. Okay. We didn't have a vaccine. right? And so now all of a sudden, in the, in, the, in the U.S., we've got about 56% of the U.S. is fully vaccinated. So well over half of our country is fully vaccinated. you still got a good number of people who by this time now have gotten infected with COVID or the Delta variant and have gotten over it. So they have their own antibodies to protect them. Right. So whether you have antibodies from the vaccine or whether you have antibodies from getting infected with COVID, the point is you have protection. Right. And so, it's, it, so now the virus is going to bump around and it's going to bump around into people who who have already got antibodies. It's not going to go anywhere. Um, and so that's when we, that's when you start seeing cases really drop now. It doesn't mean you're not going to still see cases, because you are. I mean, we're still averaging 800 cases a day. Right. Again, remember where we were back in the, in, the, in the late spring, early summer, we were only about 180 cases a day. So mm-hmm. we're still almost seven times higher than we were back in the spring when we thought we were really on the tail end of this. The question is, what are we going to see throughout the fall and the winter? Right. <clears throat> you're going to continue to hear about COVID cases. COVID's not going to go away this fall. It's not going to go away this winter. It's just not going to. Now, it's going to taper off, I think, significantly to where you hear about very few cases in the spring. Spring of 2022, I think, is when you're really going to hear very little about COVID and back to the place that we were spring of this year. But just because of, you know, we're going to have family events, we've got the holidays coming up now, you've got all these different things that are going to happen, the colder weather, you're inside, we're still going to see spread of COVID for individuals who have not gotten sick with it yet. And the other thing, too, is individuals that, that, I'm sorry, that have gotten COVID last year mm-hmm. that didn't get vaccinated, their antibodies are starting to drop. And this is the time period when they start to drop. Actually, the month of October is when we start seeing that drop.
1: Again, Dr. Shane Spites on with us this morning. Uh, So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the vaccine, because I know you still are a heavy proponent of people getting vaccinated. You're going to have people who are running toward, you know, six months of being vaccinated. We hear about the boosters. And right now, boosters are only recommended for people, you know, certain age groups, immunocompromised and all of that. Is there going to come a point where those of us who are fully vaccinated need to go again? Or are we thinking that, you know, these antibodies are going to stick around a little stronger than than we projected?
5: You know, the vaccines and that there was this big debate, scientific debate, and I think I mentioned this last time we spoke, and it was, it played out really well. And again, you had really smart people who knew what they were talking about on both sides, which is the way the debate should occur. And they brought up really good points. You know, these vaccines work really, really well for the average person. The average person with average to low risk um, of being hospitalized, I mean, these work really well. I mean, you're still talking 80 to 90% protection against hospitalization and death. That's really good for a vaccine, really for any vaccine. So do you really need to get a booster shot? Well, probably not for those individuals. Now, there are people at higher risk. We know that as you're older, older individuals, their antibodies drop faster. Their immune system's not as strong. It doesn't get fired up as well. And so those individuals do need a booster. So when you talk about 60, 65 and older, you need a booster uh, for that group for sure. Healthcare workers, people that are in occupational uh, risk areas where they're going to get exposed to a lot of people, those people probably need boosters too. So, you know, the CDC director kind of relaxed it, to be honest with you. I think that, that it'll open up um, in the next month or so where individuals who want a booster could just go get one if they wanted to. But to be honest, the data is really good. The data doesn't really support uh, boosters in, the, in younger individuals. Those individuals in their 20s and their teens... Really, it's. I mean, there's not that much extra squeeze, so to speak, out of the. You know, in terms of the juice that comes out of it, it's not really worth it. Like I'm. I mean, I would not be advocating for my kids to get a booster right now because the data is just not supported that they need it. So that's not something that we're interested in, even in my own family right now.
1: Okay, so with the booster, uh, one of the things my wife has talked to me about was, you know, when it's time for us to go in if we're going to get a booster shot or the third shot or whatever the case may be. Uh, she had a little more of uh, like a, a headache reaction. I know that was her body building the defense, uh, but she had that for about 24 hours. And she's like, I wonder if if you get the booster, the third shot, however you want to term it, uh, if we're going to have reactions or is our body more prepared for that if we're going to go for a booster or shot number three?
5: So the data that just came out recently it was in the last probably 24 to 48 hours. Uh, as we're looking at that, says that your side effects from, the, from a third dose are about what we've seen with the second dose. A little less, but about what you saw with the second dose. So whatever reaction you had or response that you had with your second dose, it's probably going to be a little less than that, but that's what they're equating it to.
1: And that's literally our body building the defense to fight off COVID.
5: It's your body saying, hey, I don't recognize what that is. It just got injected in my arm, and I don't like it. Therefore, I'm going to attack it. Mm -hmm. Now, if you've already got some antibodies then that attack occurs quickly, and you actually generate more antibodies. It kind of gets your body ramped up. And that's why, I mean, you know, this is not new either. You know, why do you think we get a tetanus shot every 10 years? Or, why we, you know, you're supposed to get a tetanus shot every 10 years. Right. It's to remind your body, hey, remember, you don't like this, and when you see it, I want you to fight it off. Gotcha. Um, you know, it's why we get flu shots and things like that, is to remind our body of of these foreign invaders that come in and give our body a jump start to be able to keep us safe.
1: We've talked about or heard about this uh, this variant that was going to be uh, a little more dangerous, the mu variant. I was reading this morning that some people are thinking that the U.S. somehow uh, might not really be impacted by this. Is that what the data is backing up?
5: Yeah, that's exactly right. As a Matter of fact, in terms of variants right now, like we're watching a couple, and I think I may have mentioned this before too. There's there's a couple over in Africa that we're kind of wild, like just a few cases. They're interesting in terms of their genetics, and they've caught they caught you know our attention. But it's not like you're seeing a lot of cases. And the mu variant the same way. Really, the the predominant strain is still the Delta variant. Uh, 99.8% of cases around the country that are being sequenced are the Delta variant. And so that's that's the one we're really dealing with. That's the one we're seeing the decline in as well. So at this point, we don't see one that's going to emerge and kind of take over. So kind of, you know, knock on wood, uh, right now things are looking good for us.
1: There you go. That's good, man. It's good to have good news from you this morning. And I know we're not ready to be done with it all the way, and we're still going to have to deal with it. But any positivity we can get from you on a Wednesday morning about this whole story, this topic, <laughs> that's good news, man.
5: Well, and there's, there, I mean, there's, a, there's even, I mean, I'll, I'll go this. Like the the what people need to realize too is the research and the science is still moving. Like we've got a, there's a pill right now, and I don't, if you're familiar with Tamiflu, yep, Tamiflu will we take for okay? There's a Tamiflu that they are in the final stages. Of getting for COVID. So that's going to be great. They're looking at at the nasal vaccine, the oral vaccines, all these new things that are coming along. So it's just going to continue to get better and better as we use our technology. Um, And so that's the uh, one last thing I'll say. There was a new study that did come out that looked at individuals who smoke, and their risk of hospitalization from COVID is 80% higher than the general population. So another reason to stop smoking if you do.
1: Dr. Shane Spites, he is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State. If you miss any of this chat, you can check it out later on today on the podcast. It's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast. And Dr. Spites, we appreciate your time, man.
5: Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good
3: week. All right. We'll talk to you next week. You're listening to Brandon Baxter in the morning. Right here. On the big 107.9 K-Fine. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Powered by Families, Inc. Counseling Services.
1: All right. We're joined this morning by Ty Jones, who works at NEA Baptist. And I know we're going to talk about something different. But, Ty, how are you this morning?
6: I'm good. How are you guys?
1: We're good. I I do want to, before, because I haven't talked to you in a couple weeks, uh, I just want to thank you for the information you share with the media, with radio, television, and news, and all that stuff. Uh, you give great information every week on kind of where we are with NEA Baptist in this pandemic, and uh, I really think you've done a great job with that.
6: Well, we appreciate you guys getting getting that out to the community. That's that's probably the easiest way to disseminate that information.
1: No, Because Ty will send us, uh, basically, here's a report. Here's what's happened at NEA Baptist. And I know that the last year and a half has been stressful for every single person on the staff at NEA Baptist, and. Uh, For you to go out of your way to make sure that we have the information that we can share, I think that uh, just speaks to your commitment to keeping people informed. And uh, I'm assuming that much like we're seeing around the rest of the state, you guys are seeing some, uh, I guess these numbers probably going in a better direction than we have in the last few months.
6: It has. It has steadied. Um, You know, we're seeing the testing start to go down. And hopefully, if it follows trend, those hospitalizations will be, you know, close behind. A little bit of a lag there from testing, the positivity rate and uh, the hospitalizations. But boy, as as we've seen it go up, the the hospitalizations are just a couple of weeks behind that positivity rate. So we're kind of holding our breath and uh, hoping everything continues to trend in that right direction.
1: What about vaccinations? I know at one point it was a a big deal for a lot of people to go out. And as soon as we were able to go and get vaccinated, people were rushing out. Are you still seeing people uh, because of this uh, Delta variant coming to get vaccinated? Or is that kind of slowed down a little bit, too? You know, I
6: don't think we're seeing as many of those first doses um, than we did when it was, you know, in the heat of it. Uh, I will say that we're seeing a lot of those that uh, were early in the pandemic when those were first available that got that first and second dose are now coming in to get those boosters. They've, They've seen it. They've seen how it works. They've not had to go to the hospital due to COVID. And they said, you know what, this is This is what the FDA has approved and and has said uh, is is best, and and we're going to roll on and get the booster. So uh, we are seeing a lot of those going through right now.
1: What about people who want to get the first dose of the vaccine? Is that something that you guys still make readily available?
6: We do. Um, No matter where you're at on that series, we can get you taken care of at our main clinic building. Uh, You just walk right in and kind of head towards the cafeteria now. There's some signage in that main lobby, Mm -hmm. and uh, they can get you a first dose, second dose, a booster, or a flu shot uh, all right there in that same area.
1: Again, Ty Jones on with us this morning representing NEA Baptist. Now, you're not here to talk NEA Baptist, but I did want to just thank you for what you've done during the pandemic, but you are here to talk about the Gelsboro Young Professional Network, which uh, I know this is a big deal. And why is this a big deal for you to be a part of this network and a part of the chamber?
6: Well, you know, uh, Jonesboro is that town that's big enough to get something done, but small enough where, you know, a lot of people and you can create a really powerful network. And uh, as a young professional, maybe coming right out of college, that's one of the hardest things to do is, is build that network. And it's one of the most valuable things you can do for your career. Um, So with that being said, Jonesboro Young Professionals Network, uh, it's all about networking. Of course, there's professional development, there's social, um, there's all sorts of other things like the legacy and, and helping out the community, but but the main purpose of this is to meet other young professionals and grow that network. Uh, so we've got our annual conference coming up uh, tomorrow, <laughs> and it is, uh, is going to be awesome. We've got a great lineup. Uh, Sam Lynn, the NEA Baptist CEO, is going to be our keynote speaker. He'll get things started in the morning. Uh, Behind him, we'll have a diversity panel led by Journey Taylor, KAIT, and we're going to have some local um, local professionals from you know right here in Northeast Arkansas that are going to be a part of that panel. And it's it's really looking at diversity uh, from the eyes of that person, and what they wish other people knew about their life, and and kind of what they get to deal with. Uh, So we're going from that. We'll have a lunch. We'll uh, then go into an entrepreneurship panel. Jonesboro is lucky enough to be home to some awesome, homegrown businesses. And we'll have some uh, entrepreneurs right there on that panel to kind of talk about what they've learned along the way, uh, what they would do differently, why they decided to start their own business, uh, and just really take questions there. And that'll be moderated by Sierra Wagner, and uh, she'll do a great job on that. And then we'll close it uh, with something I think a lot of young professionals are kind of, that they may not even know about, but if they do, they, I don't think they give it the credit it deserves, but emotional intelligence and kind of learning the different um, parts of that emotional intelligence and what that makes up and how uh, those parts come together and can help someone with the same qualifications advance their career over someone else. Um, and that will be a psychologist, Dr. Sylvia Jure, uh, from Memphis, who will be talking about that and, and how emotional intelligence can uh, be used in a, as an advantage with a young professional.
1: Sounds incredible. So this is happening tomorrow at the club level of Centennial Bank Stadium. Ty, is there still uh, the availability for somebody who's hearing this for the first time to be a part of this?
6: Absolutely. You don't even have to be a member of JYPN to come to this conference. Uh, we welcome anyone uh, who is interested in that? Come on out. Uh, you can call the chamber and get that ticket. Um, it's super easy. It's going to be great. Breakfast and lunch will be included. We'll get it started at 8 in the morning uh, with that breakfast. We'll have lunch. We'll close about 4 o'clock. And uh, it's going to be a great time. A lot of really good information. And if you're a college student and that's something that you're interested in being a part of, you can do that as well. We have college tickets uh, available for $30. So regular admission, 50 and if you're a college student, you can get in for 30.
1: And the best way to get that information or to get those uh, tickets?
6: Just give the uh, Jonesboro Chamber of Commerce a call, and uh, they can get you on the list.
1: All right. Ty Jones joins us this morning from NEA Baptist. We appreciate your time, man.
6: Thank you, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the
3: K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry.
1: We're joined this morning by our friend. Her name is Dawn Lair from Family Inc. Counseling Services. I like to call her Dr. Dawn.
7: <laughs> and okay, and I'm good with that. I didn't even have to go to school. I didn't have to pay any money. I didn't have to study. So I am down for that.
1: You know, you and Shane Spites are much alike. Oh. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, here's the deal. Except
7: Shane. Except for he went to school, he studied and he paid the money. No, yeah, he Except did. He
1: did all that stuff. But uh, Don doesn't get to do that. She didn't go to medical school, but she plays a doctor on the radio. Yeah, sometimes. There we
7: go. There we go. We are confusing everybody so much, but that's that's good. That's, that's fun.
1: That's what I do. If I now, if, if everybody's confused, it's good. That's the way I can look at well, the show.
7: So this morning, I'm sitting. I am playing doctor because I'm informing you about contacts and helping you with your contacts. So yeah, I am playing doctor. He needs a
2: lot of help with his contacts. Don, I need so help. much help. <laughs>
7: it can be a struggle, but once you get it, you're just going to be so thankful that you did.
1: So last night I tried, I tried, I tried probably 30 minutes. I have my wife's makeup mirror with all the lights around it, looking at myself magnified and I get, <laughs> I get close to it. I almost get them in there. They don't adhere to my, I can't get them to actually stick. So then I started walking. I was like, I'm just gonna go for a walk. Cause I was angry walking. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, I can't be so mad because now I think I'm so flustered by it that there's no way I'm going to get it right. If I'm flustered.
7: Well, and I totally get that. I got mine while I was in college. And so I would, you know, open them in my eye before going to class. And of course, I'm rushing all the time. It was a disaster. It didn't go very well. I had to grow up a little bit to make it happen.
1: How long did it take you to learn how to do that? Because it's not natural to put your finger or something in your eye.
7: You just, I don't know. You just got to find that trick of of just the right angle. And like my doctor says, Dr. Cartney Hoffman, she's like, Dawn, you're jabbing them. You're jabbing them into your eyeballs. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. So that means chill back a little bit. Yeah. So it, it, it'll, you'll get there. You'll get there, Brandon. I'm gonna work on. You'll it. You get
1: there. All right. Okay. I started thinking maybe if I have some beer, I'd be better at putting oh, my contacts wow. in. <laughs> I don't know about that. Is
7: <laughs> is that what the doctor ordered? Yeah. I'm sure.
1: I don't think they'd recommend that. But anyway, have you have you seen what uh, the glasses I chose? I posted those on my social yeah, I like media. Them. I like you do. Them. That's good. Okay.
7: And I do think you look more intelligent. Ooh. <laughs>
1: so okay, Don. Ooh. So here here I am telling people that you're basically almost a doctor, and you're telling me I look dumb without glasses. <laughs> oh, I love how you,
2: uh-huh. I do love how you turn things. He does. Them. He does. That's
1: what Kelly and my wife he say. Has <laughs> yeah, he has a talent for it.
2: He
7: has a talent for that.
1: That's true. That's
2: uh,
1: true. Let's talk about what's yeah. happening with Families Inc. You guys, obviously, you and your entire team, we love the people that work there with you guys. Uh, we've become friends with so many of you. Uh, we believe in what you offer to the community. And the one thing we see is not only are you helping people through um, their mental health, you're also helping the community and trying to give back. And I know you guys are big believers in City Youth Ministries.
7: We are. We love City Youth Ministries. We've been um, their uh, their title sponsor for the downtown j 5K um, for the last nine years. And although it's, it's just in its 14th year, I think, Thirteenth, thirteenth, and uh, but City Youth does a lot of what we do, which is investing in the lives of children. Yeah. And so, um, I, I have loved this organization from day one. Um, I knew it back in the days when Rennell started it, and um, but they just they bring in these kids that um, it's an after school program and a summer program. And they do um, academic tutoring and homework help and then some extracurricular stuff. But they also talk about Jesus, and they strive to make Christ known. And and so they offer discipleship, groups, praise and worship and devotional time. So what a great mix that is. Um, And they've been doing great work for many, many years.
1: So when you mentioned the the fact that your partnership has gone on for so many years when when you look at this at the end of a of, of a year at the amount of money that you guys help them raise, um how is that used, do you think uh, when when you see okay how how will city youth use the funds that come from these events?
7: Well, I can't speak exactly for them, but I know in past years it's been mostly for operational. Um, purposes because that's a big building that they have and it's necessarily a big building and they have to have staff to help with those kids. Although you have great opportunities to volunteer there if you'd like to, but they do have to have staff to work with these kiddos too. And they're a great group of staff. And so they got to pay their bills just like everybody else. Just keep their lights on.
1: So when is the next uh, showdown? When's the next run going to be?
7: So, you know, we've done the J-Town um, downtown j 5K for many, many years. But last year, due to COVID, we had to pivot like everybody else did. And what we decided to do is do the downtown j with the children as opposed to um, promoting it to um, individuals to participate in the race. Right. So what we did is we let the kids at City youth, um, be the walkers, and we did it with a 3K. And we're going to do that again this year because of Degum COVID, of course, yeah. but it also was very successful, and the kids had a ball, and so it was a, a special treat for them, and we were still able to raise a good amount of money for city youth. So what you, So how we raise that money two, is twofold. One is anybody can sponsor a kid. All they have to do is pay $25 to sponsor a kid or four kids, $100. And they can go online, go to cityyouthministries.com and click Donate and then choose a one-time donation and enter that amount of 25 and then put Downtown Jtown in the uh, comment section. Right. So that's one way that you can support um, this Downtown j But the other way is to be a sponsor. So we've had a great group of sponsors over the years. Um, that we uh, that have supported this, and we've appreciated that for so long. We did lose one of our sponsors this year. That is a significant partner. VNSS has been all great to um, to sponsor us for the, all the last years, but they can't sponsor anything that's not virtual this year. Oh, wow. So that so we need more sponsors than normal in order to make the money amount of money that we're used to making. And so ex- call Call Dawn Layer at 870 206 9480, or just look up Families Inc. and call that number and ask for Dawn Layer or email me at D Layer. So my last name is spelled like a layer cake because that's how I think all the time. L A Y E R D Layer D-Layer, at familiesinc.net. And if you want to be a sponsor, I would love to hear from you.
1: And again, the Downtown J Town event happening to benefit City Youth Ministries. Uh, If people want to find out more about Families, Inc., I know that there's been uh, a lot of stress over the course of the last year and a half, and and maybe it's stress that's built up over years. Maybe there's things happening in your life and you need somebody to talk to, you need somebody to open up to. Uh, You want to talk mental health because it's becoming a topic, and it's okay to talk about that. If people want to reach out to families, I know you guys have locations all throughout this region, Uh, where are the best spots for us to find information on how to get in touch with you?
8: I think the best spot to
7: find out um, about families and what we have to offer and where we have that to offer, although we can do so much more now because of telehealth, but um, is to go to our familiesinc.net Facebook page, I mean not Facebook page, website, and um, look at the Locations page, the, the locations tab, mm-hmm. and it'll give you all of our different clinics because, like you all are spread out, we are as well. And, um, you're spread out as far as your reach. Right. And, um, and so you can find out all the locations and how to co- go about, um, requesting a referral if you're interested in doing that. And then if you're interested in learning more about sponsoring the, um, the kiddos, just go to our Facebook page. I just reposted, um, the, uh, flyer that talks about how to, how to do that.
1: All right. Don And our Lair. Facebook
7: page is Family Zinc um, Counseling Services.
1: It's Don Lair, Dr. Don joins us this morning representing Family Zinc on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which, as always, is powered by Family Zinc Counseling Services. Don, we appreciate your time this morning.
7: Well, it was great to talk with you guys, and good luck on the contest.
1: All right. I'll let you know. Thanks, Don.
3: You're listening to Brandon Baxter in the morning.
1: Right here. On the big
3: 107.9 K-Fine. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Powered by Families, Inc. Counseling Services.
1: All right, we're joined this morning by Melissa Ayers. She's on, representing the Craighead County affiliate of the Arkansas Community Foundation. Melissa, how are you this morning?
9: I'm awesome, thank you. How are you?
1: Hey, pretty good. Hey, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you've done your research this morning, but today is National Coffee Day.
9: Well, I'm not a coffee drinker.
1: You're not? Oh. Okay, so no. what gets your day going?
9: <laughs> Tea. Tea, Uh hot tea, or there's always Diet Coke. I get my caffeine from
1: bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, this morning we wanted to reach out to you to kind of figure out what's going on with the Arkansas Community Foundation because uh, from what I've read, you guys uh, have given out tons of grants in Craighead County over the last 20 years.
9: We have. We're celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. We actually have a luncheon next week that's going to honor our donors. Um, over the last 20 years. And um, we will be celebrating the fact that we have given out more than $3 million in grants to local nonprofit agencies in that span of 20 years, which is something wow. we're very proud of.
1: So how do you all work on getting those funds together? Because $3 bucks over 20 years, that's a whole bunch of money.
9: It It is. What the community foundation does is we act as a conduit. We offer tools to individuals and families that want to give dollars in support to the local charities. So we help them establish endowments, which where their money is invested. And their principal will continue to grow at the same time they are able to grant money from those endowments out to local charities of their choice. So we've got over a hundred of those endowments, wow. and that alone has generated about two and a half million dollars. Then we also have a fund that is not connected to an individual, but it is a fund that's unrestricted that people can donate to, and we've raised money for, um, where those funds are granted by the local affiliate board based on immediate community needs. So we just read, for instance, 31 grant applications that came into us from local nonprofits, and we'll be awarding about $65,000 in a couple of weeks to, I believe, 12 local nonprofit organizations. And that's the fund that the Salmon Slam money goes into. So when we raise money from you buying salmon, it immediately goes back out into the community in the form of grants supporting your local nonprofit.
1: Let's talk about the Salmon Slam and how that's going to be going on because uh, it looks like that's uh, coming up here in just about a month on October the 29th.
9: It is. Um, The Salmon Slam has been our only fundraiser because we're not really in the fundraising business, but um, it's our one fundraiser that we do every October. Uh, We try to time it so that the salmon is ready for your holiday table. It makes a great uh, appetizer at Thanksgiving or Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, The local board members wash the salmon prep the salmon, cook the salmon, package the salmon. So it's all done here at St. Mark's Episcopal Church. Um, A full slab of salmon is $60, which a full slab is half a fish, and it's about three pounds of salmon.
1: It's a bunch of salmon. Um,
9: (laughs) It is. Or you can get half a slab. Uh, for thirty dollars, and the um, pickup will be Friday, October 29th or Saturday, October thirtieth. But you must have a pre order in. We don't cook a lot of extra salmon just to, and we don't sell it afterwards. So if you want salmon and it is excellent, you need to contact me or one of your, um, one of our board members to get yourself on the list.
1: What's the best way for people to uh, get in touch with you guys?
9: You can call me at 870 243 5141, or you can shoot me an email at craigheadcounty.arcf.org and just tell us that you need salmon.
1: Again, it's a Salmon Slam happening October 29th, and it's a part of the Craighead County affiliate of the Arkansas Community Foundation. And Melissa, uh, you guys do great work, and we appreciate your time this morning, and you did a great job.
9: Thank you very much, Brendan and Kelly. You guys have a great day.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, this
1: is the K-Fine Breakfast Club.
3: Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brendan Baxter and Kelly Perry.
1: All right, it's Wet Nose Wednesday, and we got the man you need. Yay. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend, and he is the veterinarian of choice.
2: Uh-oh. Yeah. He, he is the veterinarian that hung up on us.
1: You <laughs> <laughs> must not like that intro. Does he not like it today? What I the heck? All right. Should yeah. I just finish it? He's the man you need, Dr. Kevin Reed. Man's best friend, our best friend, the veterinarian of choice at the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. <laughs> Evidently, he's done with us. <laughs> he got a, a better caller on the other line. <laughs>
9: Is We're it? sorry. Your call did not go through. Oh, sorry.
1: y'all! he doesn't have his glasses I need yet. my glasses to get here faster. <laughs> we need an express on
2: the glasses.
1: Really? Oh, my goodness. This is what happens on live radio. We're sorry. Brandy. Your call did
3: not go through.
1: You're Would you not- please try your- What do you mean the call think- did not go through? <laughs> they just talked I'm turning him. on the light. No, I don't need the lights. No, I don't need the light. This is ridiculous. I think his phone is dead.
2: I think he's running across the Is
1: he? Lot. No. He should be. We're sorry. Kelly, I know okay. how to dial a phone. Do you want me to come? No, I dial don't it. need I don't need any help. Here's what we're about to do. Y'all, this is live radio. Uh
2: huh.
1: It's exactly what happens <laughs> uh, when you do stuff live. <laughs> now I got my glasses. We're just gonna call uh-huh. the front desk. Oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> this is if ne- it happens again. Literally never happened talking to him. So <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Kevin. Run.
8: Hello. Thank you for calling back, here.
1: Yeah. Hey, is Kevin around? <laughs> what's happening
2: I don't know
1: are we (laughs) is everybody mad at us all of a sudden
2: Did you say something offensive? You
1: Hang up on me. (laughs) What are you doing? We couldn't even get back in touch with you. We tried to call three times.
4: I know it showed it coming through and then all of a sudden it didn't. So I don't know. Maybe I better check see if I paid my phone bill. Oh (laughs) man.
1: I know you're struggling. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So thanks for hanging up on us. That's the first time that's ever happened. We appreciate that. Hey, you had mentioned uh, that yesterday we didn't get the chance to celebrate this with you yesterday, but it was world rabies day.
4: Yeah, a very important day in human and animal health. And that's um, September 28th. uh, The reason it's designated as that is it marks the anniversary anniversary of Louis Pasteur's death. If you'll remember, he was the chemist and microbiologist who developed the first effective rabies vaccine way back in 1885. He actually used it on a person who had been bitten by a rabid animal. Mm -hmm. So this is the 15th World Rabies Day. And it's... um, to promote awareness and education regarding rabies convention, prevention, convention, prevention. Um, You know, and rabies is a fatal virus. It's transmitted from animals to people. It's found in wildlife populations like skunks, raccoons, foxes, bats, coyotes, and it's transmitted most commonly by a bite from a a rabid animal, but it can also be transmitted just through uh, the saliva of an infected animal comes into contact with broken skin. cut or scrape, or in the eyes, nose, or mouth, and here's what's so devastating about rabies: once a person begins to show signs and symptoms, it's pretty much 100% fatal.
0: Oh wow!
4: You know, many countries are rabies-free or considered rabies-free, but it still kills about 60,000 people a year, and most of these are children that live in you know really economically depressed countries like in Africa and Asia, and Believe it or not, most human cases, probably 99% of them, are acquired through the bite of an infected dog. Wow. And, you know, a lot of these countries, underdeveloped countries, have just large stray dog populations roaming the streets. And, of course, um, you know, the children uh, that interact with them, if they're bitten and that dog has rabies, they, you know, can acquire it and, and usually die from it. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think over the last uh, probably three years, almost uh, two million doses of rabies vaccine has been uh, distributed to countries in Africa and Asia for vaccinating these stray dogs. Mm. And uh, there's also uh, teams that go over and uh, promote uh, public awareness, especially to the children. They're taught how to avoid being bitten and to understand animal behavior and what to look for in a dog that's, may be trying to bite you and and then what to do in case of a bite. So, um, you know, we we don't think about it a lot here. We do get occasional reports of rabies showing up in wildlife, you know, positive cases. Uh, But just remember, you know, it's important here as well as in these other countries to, to get your pets vaccinated. And remember, even indoor pets. You know, you think, well, my cat or dog's never going to come in contact with a rabbit animal, but I can't tell you how many calls. And I think you mentioned it earlier. You know, bats have been known to enter homes, and mm. and you know, of course, a, a cat especially or a dog takes interest in them, and they're you know the bats on the floor or swooping down at them, and they're trying to reach up to grab it. You know, they can bite them. So, you know, that's always a scary situation because uh, you know you just don't know that the animal's rabbit unless you can. Uh, you know, capture it and, you know, have it euthanized and and send it. uh, Basically, we send a a specimen to the Arkansas Health Department and they examine the brain tissue for the presence of rabies virus. So uh, just remember, if you haven't had your pet uh, vaccinated for rabies in a while or it's due or overdue, you know, now would be a good time to to consider that.
1: Isn't it also a requirement that we we need to have our pets uh, with the rabies shot?
4: Yes, there is an Arkansas state law. There's a you know state state law that all dogs and cats should be vaccinated against rabies. And uh, I've never heard of anybody being arrested for not doing that. But and of course our own uh, you know municipality, uh, if animal control picks up your pet and it's not not vaccinated, you know you can be fined for that. So they should should be vaccinated and they should have evidence by wearing their rabies tag and on their on their collar and. Uh, you know, so um, just to save you some money, make sure that's done. If your pet has a tendency to be outside or tends to
1: wander and then if somebody uh,
4: called animal control for a stray, thinking it was a stray animal and they picked it up, you know, you could be fine for not having a, a, a rabies tag either present or a, a valid rabies vaccination date.
1: Just in our house, you know, we've been in our new place for just about a year. <clears throat> in the course of the year, we've had a bat attached to the front of the house, mm-hmm. and there was a raccoon in the backyard. So if that tells you that yeah. that's, the potential is right there and you don't expect it, I mean, we didn't expect to see a bat on the front of the house. We didn't expect to look outside and there'd be a raccoon in the backyard, but it happened, and if the dog was, would have been out there, that would have been uh, probably not real good. So,
4: Right, yeah, and there you go. Right in the middle of Jonesboro, you know, yeah. we've got
1: wildlife. Yep. Uh, so there you go. There you go. It's Dr. Kevin Reed with Wet Nose Wednesday. He is the man you need. Me. Dr. Kevin Reed, man's best friend, our best friend, and the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Radio program. Find out more at vet-care.com or on Facebook. It's Jonesboro. Dr. Reed, thanks, man. We appreciate it.
4: Hey, I'll make sure and pay my phone bill by next week. All
1: right. That sounds like the plan. (laughs) We'll see you, man. All right. Thanks. All right. The K-Fine Breakfast Club, as always, is powered by Families Inc. Counseling Services.
3: You're listening to Brandon Baxter in the morning. Right here. On the big 107.9 K-Fine. And this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Powered by Families Inc. Counseling Services.
1: We're joined on the phone this morning by Sarah Rickert, who is uh, in the middle of homeschooling right now, and we're breaking up the entire lesson.
8: <laughs> Good morning.
1: How are you this morning?
8: I'm fantastic. How are you guys?
1: We're good. I was going back and just try, trying to think about how long we've known each other at this point. Because, I mean, obviously, not obviously, people don't know this, but, uh, you know, Sarah was going through pregnancy at the same time Leslie was. So we would see each other at the doctor mm-hmm. pretty much on the same yeah. day, the, the entire run of of the pregnancy. But you and I have known each other even before that, it seems like.
8: Yeah. Any yeah, idea? I think I, I might have actually... Been around when you two met.
1: <laughs> that's what I was thinking, downtown.
0: <laughs>
8: yeah. Isn't that so, crazy? Yeah, pretty sweet. And I've known your your beautiful wife since she was in high school. <laughs> yeah, so
1: that's wild. Yeah. And then we've had the chance to do some stuff with you and your family. And, uh, you know, the one thing that I think we can say about you guys, and I hope you can feel the same way about us, is, you know, when you meet good people, you know you're meeting good people, and you guys are good people. So,
8: Aww, Well, we feel the same way, and... We just think the world of you guys and your families.
1: So we're looking at, uh, I I don't want to take up too much time because I know you have three kids to homeschool today.
8: (laughs) Oh yeah, it's awesome.
1: (laughs) No, and you're one of the people who feels very blessed. My wife, same way, very blessed to be able to homeschool at this point. But I mean, we're we're homeschooling one and you're homeschooling two additional.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yeah, I have three cuties. They're seven, nine, and just turned 12. So yeah. (laughs) That's
1: fun. I love it. So with all that going on and your husband doing all the stuff that he does, he's always busy too. You still find time. He's amazing. No, he is. He's awesome. Uh, you still find time to, to go and be a part of the community. And I know that uh, the downtown Jonesboro Alliance has their fall fest coming up and you're a part of that.
2: Yeah.
8: I'm so excited. Basically. Um, well, if you, if you came or were part of joy fest, it um, it was, just amazing. It went so great that um, downtown said, Hey, um, you know, let's, what other crazy ideas do you have?
0: Right.
8: (laughs) And so um, I thought it'd be neat to do some real strong seasonal events because that's what my family, you know, I was always looking for something fun to go do, um, whether it was Christmas or fall or whatever. So, um, so now we're going to have a really fun seasonal event series downtown with spring fest, fall fest and joy fest being the big one. And, nice. um, the so fall fest is coming up October 9th. Um, it'll be downtown at the, um, rotary centennial plaza right there in front of the forum. Right. And, um, it'll be from 11 to three and I'm really excited. We have tons of awesome vendors. So you can come and shop. We're going to have, um, Street food, we'll have food and snacks, and we'll have great children's stuff to do from, you know, the fun inflatable stuff that they love Mm -hmm. to crafts and painting. We're going to have a live mural being painted. So we're really, I'm so proud of Lindsay Lingo. Um, She's the director of Downtown General Alliance. She's amazing. Like, she does the work of, like, 10 people. She's awesome. Um, And she's worked really hard on, like, just really making our downtown something to be proud of. Um, so we have a lot of mural projects going on. Um, all the awesome lighting that you see, um, she has really worked hard to make that happen. And so, anyway, so back to the fall festival. We'll also have a car show with some cool roadsters and classic cars. Um, They're right there in church, mm-hmm. and we'll have live music the whole time. That's and awesome. so, just um, Ace Hardware will be there with like lots of. We'll have lots of pumpkins and mums and just all the things. <laughs> all the things fall. <laughs> no, and that's so great. If you think of fall, just, you know, I try to think of everything that if, when we think of fall, like what, what do you want to do when it's fall? So I've tried to incorporate all of those things. So
1: Well, and I think, you know, cause you have kids and most of us that have kids, we've gone through looking at stuff to do for the weekend. And we're like, man, what do we do around here? It's a Saturday. We want to get out and do something with the family, but what is there to yeah. do? So when you create events like this, it's going to be a Saturday, October the 9th. And, a lot of people think fall is their favorite season as it begins to cool yeah. down, but it's not too, it's not too cool yet. Uh sounds like a bunch of fun. If people want more on fall fest, is there a spot online they can get more information?
8: Oh yeah. Of course you can always go to the downtown general Alliance page. Um, there's also an event page for fall fest. Um, it's just the downtown general fall fest. And also I know there's a you know, some games going on. So we will have a tailgate area with the game on. So if, Dad wants to come yeah. and just sit and relax and watch the game while the kids paint and see pumpkins. We're going to have this really cool pumpkin tree. It's going to be like 10 feet tall. I had this vision to have this big, cool pumpkin tree that you can take fun pictures by. Everybody wants their cool pumpkin picture for Instagram. And so we'll have that right in the center. And um, so there'll be something for everybody, even even if you're wanting to watch the game. So
1: Boom. You got it covered from all bases, don't you?
8: Yeah, so and all the coffee shops will be there with all the the yummy um, fall drinks that you want to try. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, there's just like a lot of different things. So I'm excited. Again, it's the people. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's
1: fine. It's the downtown Jonesboro Alliance Fall Fest. It's going to be happening at the Rotary Club Jonesboro Centennial uh, Plaza, right there in front of the Forum, October the ninth, a Saturday. Something for every single person in your family, and it happens from eleven <laughs> until three. And Sarah, we appreciate your time this morning.
8: Yeah, thanks for calling. I'm excited to talk to you guys.
1: All right, tell everybody we said hi, okay?
8: Okay, have a great day.
1: All right, you too. Sarah Rickert joins us on the phone this morning on the K Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about my very first experience at the eye doctor. And it's a good one. (laughs) It is a good one. Uh, I love the place I went. Mm -hmm. Shout out to elite. Eye care and Dr. Wilson, Dr. Fowler. They were awesome to me. The whole staff was awesome, but there were some issues that I ran into with myself. I didn't have issues with them. I had issues with myself (laughs) that related to contacts and me trying to get them in and getting Mm -hmm. extremely frustrated publicly (laughs) And then when I was looking for glasses, um, it involved the majority of people that had ever walked into the building. So uh, I think I really tried on probably 30 or 40. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. And I needed opinions from every single person.
2: Yeah. Your wife also sent me pictures of like the top three. I'm glad you all
1: have this great relationship. (laughs) Anyway, all that on today's podcast, the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight?
2: ABC's sitcom lineup, The Goldbergs, The Wonder Years, The Connors, and Home Economics, The Masked Singer, Alter Ego, the 23rd season finale of Big Brother. Also on tonight's schedule, Riverdale, Chicago Med, In the Dark, Chicago Fire, American Horror Story, A Million Little Things, and Chicago PD. All
1: right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.